This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. I just finished traveling Southeast Asia for 41 days, and I usually always get sick when I travel, and quite frankly, eating is difficult for me. It's hard to find a restaurant, and I'm spoiled in Austin with my personal chef. Well, I took these little packets with me this time, 30 of them, in my carry-on suitcase. They kept me totally healthy with 11 different secret ingredients. You can see them at nathanlacka.com forward slash juice. I'll tell you more later on in the show. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash juice. Top Tribe, you know I don't have a lot of time to waste. That's why I use FreshBooks to send out invoices and make sure I'm collecting my money. To get your free month, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. This is episode 641, you're in for a treat today, guys. This guy is number one in the med tech space. He has over 25 billion in exits. Those are companies that he founded that he has sold. He's obviously older, 60s and 70s, but he's raised over $2 billion across all his companies. He's now launching a brand new company in the phototherapy space, and he thinks it's a billion dollar bet. Listen to the whole episode to see if you agree. And remember to tune in tomorrow morning where we'll get Ben Canty on with Park Evergreen. They charge $100 per month for airport parking space to help you park faster. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nathan Latkin. Our guest this morning is Jim Sweeney. He is the CEO and one of the founders of Clarify Medical. He began his entrepreneurial journey at Sharp Hospital, where he worked full-time delivering hospital supplies while still in high school. He then spent three years in the U.S. Army Medical Corps, where he ran a remote medical dispensary serving 2,500 families in Germany. He received a degree in business from San Diego State University. Since then, he's founded 12 medical companies, including Caremark, Caps, Corum, Bridge Medical, CardioNet, and co-founded Owned Outcomes. He's also led a successful leveraged buyout, or LBO, of Magal Labs, which he took public and is now owned by B. Braun. His financing history includes raising over $2 billion of venture capital and expansion capital for his ideas, leading to over $25 billion in exit value of companies that he's founded. Jim, are you ready to take us to the top? Ready to go. All right, let's do this. So let's focus in here on on Clarify Medical. First off, you have a track record of a lot of success kind of in this space. Tell us what Clarify Medical does and what's your business model? How do you generate revenue? So uh, Clarify Medical is a, uh, has first mover advantage in the dermatology space. Basically, one of the very well-established treatments for various kinds of skin diseases, including psoriasis, vitiligo, and eczema, is phototherapy. Uh, the problem is you have to go to a doctor's office three or four days a week in, in L.A. traffic, two hours. It just the people don't do it. So we've developed a device and are seeking FDA clearance in the next few months that will enable people to self-treat at home. Using a smart app, we're able to surveil what they're doing, prevent them from over-utilizing over the device, communicate all of that information directly to the physician. So we'll be launching this product um, via the Internet uh, directly to patients as soon as we receive FDA clearance. And you call this the Clarify Mobile UVB treatment system, and you say it's really an effective treatment for for what? Plaque psoriasis, eczema, and whatever. What else? Anything else? Vitiligo, which Vitiligo. is the change in color of the skin. Okay, got it. And how many, let's just take an American market. How many Americans do these three things affect on an annual basis? 
33 million. Over 33 million? Yes, and it's amazing when you talk to people, like every single person I talk to has a family member or someone they're close to that has one of these problems. Fascinating. And would you consider the product, I mean, you have software, you know, deeply built into this thing. Is it more of a hardware product or more of a software product in your opinion? Well, I hate to get into cliches, but it's the Internet of Things where we're taking dumb devices and making them smart by connecting them to a smartphone. So we're able to surveil patients, we're able to send them messages, we're able to communicate directly with them and be a care partner with them via the uh, smartphone technology. And this isn't your first rodeo. You've done this many, many, many times. Remind us again. So, so you founded seven, eight, nine companies, and you've raised how much in venture capital? A little over two billion. Two two billion. And in terms of exit value, what was that number? A little north of twenty five billion. And how have most of exits matured? Are you selling to larger kind of medical companies or folks in the medical space? Um, all of the above. Um, there's been. Three exits via IPO, a number of exits via um, sale, and then some of those companies are still operating. For example, Cardinet is uh, approaching about a $500 billion market cap currently. Are they public? They are. Got it. CardioNet. Very good. And then talk just real quick because it's, you know, I've had a few folks that have done LBOs on, but no one in the medical space that's done an LBO. So explain to us what you saw in McGall Labs that made it a great target for you to go do a leverage buyout on. Um, that's a great question. It was a 60-year-old company that was the third in a three-horse race. They only had 10% market share. The other two companies had 45. Of what market? I had formally of the IV solution market. <clears throat> I had been a uh, an employee of the company in prior years, and so um, I acquired the company with prior knowledge of what their issues were, and um, I was able to reshape the jungle, so to speak, by selling hospitals pre-mixed solutions using my IVs and taking substantial market share from competitors, which led to about a six and a half time uh, ROI for investors in three years. Now that deal, I think, was uh, based on my research, what October, mid October, nineteen ninety, and it was about you bought it for about two hundred million bucks. How did you value the business? What were the assets? How did you get to that valuation? <laughs> That's a funny story. I was the twelfth bidder for the company. I came the into 12th? the company with. 11 other bidders, and I said to the Leer, <laughs> I said, so what's it going to take to buy this company? And they gave me a number, and I said, okay, I'll do it. And I, I bought the company uh, out ahead of those other um, 12, 12 bidders because I was willing to pay asking price, knowing that I could leverage the, the company substantially more than other people realized. The other thing importantly I did was I made every single employee in a 60-year-old company, about 4,000 employees, every single employee became a shareholder. And when they went from being an employee to being a shareholder, they switched almost overnight their attitude from being an employee to being an owner. And I think that made the difference. And when you, uh, the, the $200 million that you used to buy that company, I mean, was that just you using your own capital that you made from prior ventures or have you put together a small fund or what? Uh, no, uh, DLJ and Alex Brown and I, the three of us bought the company. Got it. Got it. Okay, makes good sense. So fast forward, let's go back for, uh, forward to clarify medical. So this device, assuming it does get FDA approval, you'll sell direct to consumers. Is that accurate? Yes. And what will it sell for? It'll uh, sell for $800 uh, or about 70% of the people we polled would rather buy it on a monthly basis. and It'll be about $39 a month. 
to uh, to lease it or, or to buy it on over time. And how long do, do, do you think most of these people would lease it for? What do you think the lifetime value on those monthly payments would be? It's, a, it's scheduled right now to be 33, 34 months. Uh, but th- this is unfortunately, all three of these conditions are a lifelong condition. So uh, we expect to have patients uh, for many, many, many years as they are able to use this therapy to treat their affliction. And what if, if Claire, if this device did not exist, what's the opportunity cost? What would people have to go spend to get this treated otherwise? Up to $100,000 a year with uh, biologic and therapeutic uh, drugs that also have horrific side effects. Like what? Uh, various, um, basically, um, kinds of steroidal treatments and um, and uh, and drug treatments that uh, are approved, but um, and could be used. But if they are used, they should be used after you use phototherapy because phototherapy is so inexpensive and so uh, without uh, any kind of side effects. The only problem, candidly, is that there's not a lot of compensation for the physician in connection with this therapy. And so that coupled with the patient's reluctance to go to a clinic has caused it to be less popular than it could otherwise be because the economics don't work for everyone. And, and, so speaking, and then the other thing I ahead. mentioned is that with the questions regarding Obamacare, I'd like to take credit for having had the insight. It was dumb luck that led us to go directly to consumers because right now there's a whole button over anything having to do with third-party payments given the uncertainty about what's going to be funded in the future. So, so do you think that'll be a trend I, moving forward? Um, I think that it'll take two years to sort it out one way or the other. My guess is it'll be some combination. There are some good things about Obamacare that will probably be kept, um, but um, a good portion of it will be junk. The truth is the whole cost of Obamacare hadn't yet been exposed. When all the subsidies went away in 2018, it was going to cost us over $20,000 per family per year for health insurance. That's a ridiculous. That's crazy. For for on average, how many people in a family? Uh, two, two, two. point three or something. Okay, but it's um, it's it's unsustainable. I mean, it's more than the discretionary income of most Americans. That's crazy. Well, so Jim, let me let me be more specific. When I was talking about trends, I mean, because of all this stuff happening with marketplaces and what's paid for and third party payments, do you think you're going to start seeing more companies like yours, more medical companies, going direct to consumer? I expect to see that. What I also expect to see, um, unfortunately, is that a substantial, I mean, there's good news and bad news in this. The, the, the bad news is that people are going to have to start reaching in their pocket to pay for things much more than they ever envisioned in the past. And the good news is as a result of that, they're starting to be viewed for the first time since Medicare was passed in 1965 as customers. The new Today, market. You're not viewed as a customer. Pardon? Jim, did I lose you? I said, no, it's a new market from a medical company like you. It gets you excited because there's new, there's a trillions of dollars of a new market. Exactly. And yep. I think ultimately the solution for healthcare is having the patient more engaged in their care and more accountable for the outcomes than, we've been, than it's been for the last 40 years. What is it? It always blows my mind how much capital has to go into a lot of these technologies before they see a dollar of revenue. How much? You, this is Clarify Medical, I believe, this device, you're still going through approval so that you haven't generated revenue on this yet, right? We have not. We will start generating revenue later this year. Okay. We've got about $6 million invested, and I'm looking to raise another um, 12 to $15 million in the next few months. Okay, and uh, you said 12 to $1.5 million? Yes. And how do you uh, – you've done this. Again, you've been you've been to the rodeo. How do you – when you're pitching investors, hey, we want to raise $12 million bucks at a $60 million pre-money valuation, how do you come up with the pre-money valuation? 
<laughs> That's a really good question, and I don't have a scientific answer for it. <laughs> My experience has been much more of uh, looking at the uh, support and trends in the marketplace. And uh, these companies' exit values would typically be 15 to 20 times EBITDA. So I sort of work backwards from what I feel the exit value may be and then work forwards from what the last round was. All of our financing up to this point has been pre-Series A, so it carries a 20% discount to whatever we mark Series A at. So it's you, everything you've raised so far, the $6 million has been on convertible notes or it's a form of debt. It'll convert at a 20% discount at Series A. Plus 8% interest, correct. Plus 8% interest. Okay, very cool. Um, tell me just some more economics. I'm curious. Uh, team size, what are you at right now? Uh, we are about 12 people expecting to double in the next four or five months. Based where? San Diego. San Diego. And this particular device, so you'll sell, you'll sell it 800 direct or the $40 per month for an average of 33 to 34 months. What's it cost you to actually make? I'd rather not get into that. Okay. Is it a, uh, is that just because, uh, I mean, that's a, it, it, you feel like that's a big advantage over other folks in the space that you have? Well, the truth is at the moment, it'll cost us more to make than we'll sell it for. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a function of volume, obviously. Got it. But I guess what I'm actually getting at is you have two components, a software component and an actual, there's a physical piece to this. So, so usually when people don't want to reveal cost of goods sold, it's usually because it's either way more expensive than what they're selling it for. So they're losing money on every sale or they've tapped into some unique thing where their costs are so low. They don't want to, they don't want competitors to know how low the cost is for you. It sounds like it's more expensive I right now. Case, uh, <laughs> I wish that were the case with us. It's not the case, but it'll carry, it'll carry respectable margins. And then we also sell the app. Or nine ninety nine subscription per month. Okay, what is a respectable margin in this space? Um, I don't understand your question. You said that that it will eventually carry respectable margins. I don't. I know nothing about this space. What is a respectable oh, margin? Between uh, you know, in the sixties. Okay, gross margin or net? Gross. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Wish- <laughs> I was going to say that's a that's you're going to have more people competing with you if your net margin sixty <laughs> percent. All right, very good, Jim. This is this is an interesting interesting place to be in. You said one of the ways you get uh, to valuation is you look at exit value, then work your way backwards. What do you think this company exits for IPOs for eventually? Well, I I don't do companies that aren't don't hit a billion, so that's my goal. I'd say you know it'll be somewhere between half a billion and a billion on exit value. Okay, Top Tribe, as many of you know, I sold Heyo, and everyone is always asking me what my expenses were when I was building Heyo. Well, a big expense was that I spent over three grand per month on financial services to keep me out of trouble in terms of taxes. You know, my mom would always harbor me, Nathan, you gotta keep all your receipts and put them in a freaking box or something to make sure you don't get an audit or things like this. I'm like, mom, I'm a millennial. You think I'm gonna keep all these receipts? I now use FreshBooks. I use their mobile app to take a picture of receipts and it makes taxes a cinch. Additionally, I don't have to hire a $3,000 per month person to manage all my finances. It's like saving so much money and my mom's happy. Additionally, I don't waste a bunch of time creating invoices. I use their templates and I can avoid using Word templates or Excel files. I just use FreshBooks to quickly send out invoices and it works like a charm. To get your free first month, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. There you guys have it from Jim. Jim, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Oh, my God, there's so many. Zero to one. Peter Thiel. Thiel. Yeah. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? 
no. Number uh, I'm much more focused on the founder, the founders of various companies, and what we're doing to, to navigate our way through a very uncertain field, uh, uncertain uh, time in healthcare. Which founder are you following the closest? Um, I, there's so many I wouldn't even know where to begin. All right, number three. Okay. Go ahead. Were you going to give a name? Go ahead, give a name if you have one. Uh, David Hale, who's had an unbelievable track record. I follow him closely. He incidentally also happens to be our chairman, but he's done a large, large number of uh, dermatology companies. And so I'm really learning the dermatology space from him. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like Acuity Scheduling? Favorite online tool? Goodness, I, nothing comes to mind. All right, number four, uh, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Somewhere between four and six. Okay, so not bad. And uh, what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? I'm single, and I do have kids. Single, how many kiddos? Are they all out, out of the house at this point? Uh, yes, they're both grown and out of the house. All right. And how old are you, Jim? 74. Okay, last question. Take us back uh, Take us back 54 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? What did I know at 20? What do you wish you knew? Like, looking back, what's a lesson what you, you wish, wish you knew? Yeah. That's a good question. Um, I guess I, I wish I knew that the government would have the amount of um, influence on healthcare that they have today. I didn't foresee that being as dramatic as it's been. So there you guys have it from Jimmy. Wishes he knew how big a hand the government would have in healthcare uh, back 50, uh, 54 years ago. Folks, he's raised over $2 billion in venture capital, over $25 billion in exits. A guy that really understands how to recognize opportunity. Now building Clarify Medical, which helps, again, with phototherapy, a direct-to-consumer model, an app for 9 bucks per month. Plus, folks can pay for the actual device, 800 bucks one time or between 30 and 40 per year. It's pending, and they're working on getting FDA approval here shortly six million dollars raised in uh, in convertible notes 20 percent discount eight percent interest pretty standard looking to do a 12 to 15 million dollar round here in the next two to three months and feels like this business will exit for somewhere between 500 million and a billion dollars jim we're rooting you on thank you for taking us to the top thanks very much nice talking with you if you enjoyed today's episode with James, and I think it was a, oh, what an episode, unbelievable. You'll listen, you'll love yesterday's episode with Bill Bryce with Pronto Sign. They just passed 300 enterprise customers with 50 to $500,000 in annual contract value to help manage secure signatures at scale. It would mean the world to me if you guys got any value from this episode, if you would go leave a review on iTunes right now and then subscribe. You know, I hustle like heck to get these episodes out every freaking day for you guys. And trust me, I love it. I would do it with no listeners. But boy, oh boy, it makes my day and it makes my team's day when we see great reviews and get your feedback. So thanks so much. Okay, Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google Ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google right when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money. HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. 
So guys, I'm so glad to be back in Austin. I just got back from a major tour of Southeast Asia, went to Sydney, Bangkok, Bali, and Japan. And you know, I always get sick when I travel. And this particular trip, my gosh, 15 different airports, 20 different hotels. I mean, imagine flushing in airport bathrooms. I was worried about germs and getting all the nutrition I need. I mean, finding a restaurant in Japan, difficult because nothing's in English. So it's hard enough to figure out the train system. But my point is, I had a guy named Drew Canoli on the show who said, Nathan, if you're concerned about that, take these little green packets with you. You just mix them once per day with water. They'll keep you super healthy. You get all your nutrients and they'll keep you from getting sick. So I took them and guys, they worked unbelievably well. I got no sickness, just mixed them with water once per day. They didn't make my water bottles all sticky. That's like nice. A lot of these mixers, they make them sticky. It was very clean and smooth. Took them once per day, never got sick. So they've got 11 superfoods and they're perfect if you're not traveling, but you're just on the go from your office to work. So you can check them out at nathanlatka.com forward slash juice. That's nathanlatka.com forward slash juice.